yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is hecka boring. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. But yeah, I'm pathetic. That is not pathetic. Yeah. Uh, it's pathetic when I have other shit to do and I'm focused on that. No, that's the thing is at least you're making time for it. Yeah, but. Uh, most of the time I'm doing so much stuff that I just look around at the things I wish I would just have time to stop and do and enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like this morning. I'm like, okay, I should focus on the show, but ooh, let me make some notes for this. Oh, no. See, that's part of the show was now this show is about things you can get into. And then eventually will be an episode of how you're getting Owen into Dungeons and Dragons. We talked about that a little bit. I tried. There was like an adventure quest type thing. Yeah. And he totally wanted nothing to do with it. I'll try again. (laughs) I know. But speaking of that, (laughs) I took him to uh, I mean, it's not really Dungeons and Dragons related, but I took him to his first renaissance fair that's cool yeah he got to fire his first bow wow he needs some work <laughs> he had a blast though it's funny because after a while they run out of arrows because they're all in the targets or on the floor yeah so the guys running the thing say yeah we're too lazy so all the kids go ahead and when we say go go get arrows and the more you bring back the more free ones you get oh so he went out and he i think he got like 26 wow then they gave him like five extra arrows and okay get back in line and he's like yeah i don't want to do this anymore he gives the arrows back but got to see a lot of boobs hanging out of dresses because they always do that renaissance fairs oh okay yeah all the corsets yeah all that weird stuff then we he got to see his first joust wow and he was all pumped up but he was sad because no one got impaled oh (laughs) (laughs) you wanted to see some he wanted carnage Want someone to get really hurt. But what they did before all that, well, actually before that, they had like an archery tournament, uh-huh. which these guys had longbows and were firing these old school longbows that, you know, and I'm like, dude, that's freaking crazy. Cause there's no, yeah. I used to shoot a bow like 30 years ago and like the composite bows, once you pick, pull it back past a certain point, yeah, the weight, um, there's a, a cam. So it's not as heavy. Yeah. So you're not holding back all that weight. These guys, it's you're holding back the thing the whole time. Wow. And amazing stuff. But he got kind of bored with that. Then the jousters came out and they had a thing where they were going to show their skills where they would ride a horse with their sword and cut a cabbage in half that was resting on a guy's head. What? So they asked for volunteers and they had this big helmet with a flat top. Yeah. And you know, you've seen that. Yeah. They asked for volunteers and this guy shows up. He's dressed up as a Star Trek red shirt, like he yeah. time traveled. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, that's cool. Yeah, I like those guys that show up. Yeah. So the first guy goes and he's got the cabbage on his head and he actually does cut it right down the middle, which I was pretty impressed. Wow. And then the other guy, it's his turn and he just whacks him in the head. Just <laughs> like he went too low, but he had the helmet on. So he was fine. Yeah. Oh my God, that must hurt still. It's got a ring like crazy. Oh my God, yeah. But the guy, I know this Star Trek guy probably does improv or something because he sold it really well because he just (laughs) totally laid down. And then the announcer guy was like, I'm going to try it now. And then like, this isn't challenging enough. He he takes like three leaves of lettuce and puts it on top of his head. So it's flat. He's like, I'm going to split these. 
and everyone's all cheering. And I'm like, dude, how's he going to do this? And he just yeah. rides up really fast, stops right next to him and just up and down goes conk and cuts <laughs> it in half. Like it was a uh, cutting board. And again, the guy sold it well and fell on the ground and all that. <laughs> he had a blast. I mean, the key thing is when I do new stuff with him, it's like, do you want to do that again? And yeah, that's that was cool. worth it. Yeah, that's fun. It was just you two. Yeah, he's going to be a nerd too. So there's the happy stuff. Now I got to go into some stuff where for you, those of you looking at the uh, episode title, it is fuck moms for Liberty at all. <laughs> there's just been a bunch of shit that's gone on in the past couple of weeks. that is really driving me nuts. Mm. Like this is like an anniversary of, uh, you remember Damien friend of the show. He's been on a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. He's a teacher in Sacramento. Yeah. And he's gotten death threats from people about some statements he's made. And it was back when, you know, it was like the whole fight of get kids back in school, even though it's not safe, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And he said something that mentioned like white privilege. Yeah. But the thing is, it was just this whole thing. Oh, you so you're calling me a white supremacist and all this stuff. Yeah, and everyone they just, take it and they jump instead of just. Yeah, why, why do you think your kid is more important than the life of the teacher yeah, that exactly. has to be there? Exactly. Yeah. This was before, yeah, this was before the vaccine was about. Exactly. So it's like all you care about is. You don't want to be inconvenienced. And as a teacher myself, you run in those people who do, they think you work for them. Yeah. And it's like, no. you don't, you're not an actual person. I just saw a post from him. Pretty much it was like an anniversary of that. And it's like mm. a teacher getting death threats. Ridiculous. Drives yeah. me nuts. It does. Yeah. So I saw this week there is a group. We've talked about them here before. Yeah. Moms for Liberty. This chapter is in Tennessee. Okay. The headline was a far right group wants to ban kids from reading books on male seahorses, Galileo, and MLK. Oh my God. Yeah, so it's Moms for Liberty is raising hell in the Tennessee school district over books that teach about race and American history, and also books that teach about wild animals and science. So anytime I see someone that wants to ban a book, I'm already pissed off. Yes. Books yeah, are cut off. Yeah. You know, even horrible books, I they're still important ha, to know. Yeah, you yeah, still have a see kid them to read, have it do it. Yeah. Have a kid read Mein Kampf, not a two year old, you know, not a yeah, second yeah. grader. But temper that with this is what happened as a result of that. Yeah. Not this just why read, you don't want yeah. these things to happen. Yeah. yeah. I hate Ayn Rand. Read Ayn Rand and be able to understand, you know, hey, maybe you might like what she has to say, but temper it against what's really, you know, just yeah. understand it instead of just, well, I'm not supposed to like that. So fuck them. Yeah. The woman's name is Robin Steenman. She's got three kids. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because she does not have kids in this district. Wow. They're going to private school, but she still feels that. That feels the need to come in exactly. and try to get all the other kids. And none of the kids yeah. have started the thing of, I don't want to read this. It's all coming from the parents. Yeah. But she's saying that school books about Martin Luther King Jr. are too divisive, that a story about the astronomer Galileo Galilei is anti-church, <sighs> and a picture book about seahorses is too sexy. <laughs> That is amazing. What was it that got their blood going? Well, okay. That so seahorse, there's something about him. Yeah. So she wants to go. And apparently <laughs> Tennessee has a new state law against teaching some race related subjects in public schools, which drives me fucking crazy. 
Yeah, it's like, how can we make ourselves more illiterate? Yeah. We're just never going to see eye to eye if people can't get, if we're going to just limit more and more education. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. already bad enough. I heard on the radio and I, there's, I didn't get to follow it up to find out because it seemed like a ridiculously high number. So uh, like it was, I was listening to a news show, but they had said like, I think it was like 49% of Americans don't read over a sixth grade level. Oh, I'm, I'm surprised like, it's that low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was shocked. I'm not. So I got to go double check it and see, you know, if, if what they said was, you know, if it is too low, if that's a low number, that's even more shocking, man. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's what's gotten me the most surprised with some of the stuff that's happened even in the last year of just realizing how many, how many people can get fooled by stuff just like oh, easily you know, get it's rid just... of this book it's this book that's doing it it's now this, you know should you show debbie does dallas for a sex ed class no no <laughs> <laughs> you know should they should a eighth grader be reading marquis de Sade? no no you know no. I mean, it's just stuff like that yeah but so they wrote a letter with an 11 page spreadsheet with complaints about uh, books in the district's curriculum ranging from books about civil rights heroes to books about poisonous animals because the text speaks of horned lizards squirting blood out of its eyes which if that's what they do why are you yeah why do you care yeah johnny appleseed because the story is sad and dark (laughs) don't make them sad He was planning apples to make cider. Greek and Roman mythology, uh, because the illustration of goddess Venus naked coming out of the ocean, the story of Tantalus and how he cooks up and serves and eats his son. I'm like, I'm sorry. There's stories like that in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. A book about hurricanes is no good because first grade is too young to hear about possible devastating effects of hurricanes. Again, talk to your fucking kids. They yeah. need to know that hurricanes exist if they're in an area where hurricanes happen. Yeah, for sure. You should still know about them. Yeah. Yeah. And a book about owls is designated as a downer. It's a sad book, but turns out okay. Not a book I would want to read for fun. <laughs> then don't read it for fun. <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, you got to ban it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had stuff where they took a lot of books about Native Americans. One of them was The Rough-Faced Girl, which my kid read last year in second grade. Yeah, uh, it was deemed inappropriate because it includes an illustration of the protagonist bathing with her hair covering her chest. Oh, so oh, she's wow. in a yeah. pool, yeah. a lake, whatever, with hair. And Don't want like, them. Yeah, it's going to give them ideas. Don't let them because then they're going to try to go bathe naked outside. <laughs> yeah. And then also the book First Nations of North America, Plains Indians, is also a no-no because it paints white people in a negative light. Um, uh, yeah, possibly were. because, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, if the shoe fits, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so funny. The revisionists, we were wonderful coming in and taking their land, and yeah, we did them, them a favor blankets with smallpox. <laughs> Multiple books contain French, a Spanish, or French Creole words receive warnings from the groups because they are potentially confusing to children. Ugh. I think we're one of the only countries that insists on teaching only one language. I know. Like you go to yeah. Europe, everyone speaks two or three languages. Yes. They didn't like books about crackdowns on civil rights demonstrators because it de- it's deemed inappropriate for negative view of firemen and police. Um, I'm sorry if those yeah. guys were firing hoses at people that were demonstrating. Peacefully, that's what they yeah. did. Yeah. 
this happened and they didn't like a book about the civil war given to fifth graders because of depictions of out of marriage families between white men and black women and descriptions of white people as bad or evil. Again, if the shoe fits, yeah, if it's, fucking, if there were horrible is, things that happened in the civil war. Yeah. It's a fucking war. Yeah. And then back to the seahorses. They take issue with a picture book about seahorses in part because it depicted mating seahorses with pictures of positions and discussion of the male carrying the eggs. But if you're looking for the Kama Sutra of seahorse sex, you're going to be disappointed <laughs> because the book in question, Seahorse, the shyest fish in the sea, yeah. contains nothing more risque than watercolor illustrations of two seahorses holding tails or touching bellies. Oh, my God. Kama Sutra. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, they t- the passage uh, describes how they have sex. They And here's a quote from the book. They twist their tails together and twirl gently around, changing color until they match. Seahorses are faithful to one mate and often pair up for life. So you would think they'd want that. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. So, yeah. And they just don't like the fact that the male seahorse has a pouch and carries the eggs after they're fertilized. Yeah. How dare that not fall in line with. (laughs) And again, this is related to the same story. uh, Them going after critical race theory. Again, it's that Robin Steenman lady. She believes that the reading materials and teacher's manuals are biased because the lessons about civil rights leaders like Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. Kids leave the class believing that white people are oppressors and minorities are victims. Um, yeah. 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 yeah and that was, that was totally the yeah. exactly what it was. <laughs> I'm exactly sorry. What was happening. Yeah. Jim Crow laws. They weren't yeah. there because it raised the yeah. standard for everybody. Yep. Again, yeah, her kids go to private school. Yeah, her kid doesn't even, they don't even go there, you know? Yeah. So apparently Tennessee is one of like eight states that have banned race being taught in school, uh, even though critical race theory is something that usually is only encountered in law school. And it's like an advanced thing, you know, where it's just pretty much teaches that there's a racial bias in the U.S. laws and institutions that negatively impact people of color. And that's, you can't tell me that is not a thing. Yeah. But explain, expressing that, I guess, is what they're having a problem with. Yeah. The law prohibits schools from teaching that anyone is privileged due to their race. So if you say something about white privilege, that's against the law. Wow. Yeah. So she doesn't like the fact that it fo- the that there's any focus on the segregationist past. Yeah. And she says that, this is her quote, there's so much positive that has happened in the 60 years since, but it's as if it never happened. It's like, well, why did you need that positive to happen in the past 60 years? Yeah. It, you don't. And how much has actually happened? Exactly. <laughs> Names. <laughs> And teachers are in a weird spot because, you know, the law actually states you cannot do lessons that make uh, students feel bad about their race. How the fuck can you control that? Yeah. Anyway, I'll step down from my soapbox for that. Moms for liberty. Fuck off. Yeah. Which kind of feels too like the whole wording of it only worries again about you can't make white kids feel bad about their race. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it feels like. It doesn't seem like they were fighting that hard. Yeah. Before Why don't they this teach that Mexicans have lots of babies and blacks yeah. are lazy or something? Yeah. You know, it's just ridiculousness. Ridiculous. So these same people would probably say you should trust the church. Yeah. And people that work for the church. And yeah. uh, I've got a couple of examples of how people betray <laughs> that trust. 
this happened uh, just this last week. Minister beat up by bystander for inappropriately touching child fired from job. So this is an Oklahoma city. A church minister is left badly beat up after he was seen touching a child inappropriately. Yeah. I would have beat him. Yeah. He needed to be. Oh, and you got to see this picture. He is fucked. Let me see. I don't know if you got to click the link and find it. Uh, You see that? Oh, I see him. Yeah. 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 He got the shit beat out of him. Yeah. Michael Coghill, 33. A church discipleship minister at Lake Homa Church of Christ was videoed touching a nine-year-old boy inappropriately at a bus stop. Oh, my God. The child told investigators that Coghill had frequently been jogging through the area, and according to the victim, he stopped at the bus stop on more than one occasion. The nine-year-old victim told an individual about the incident on Monday, confiding in the individual that the incident on Monday wasn't even the first time something like that had occurred. Now, this is where I get kind of annoyed at everybody. Yeah. When the individual brought the child to the bus stop the morning of September 23rd, he told police he dropped the child off and went to his car to watch Cogill, waiting to see if he would interact with the nine-year-old. So he used the kid as bait. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're putting him in a position of danger. Yes. But the police report says that when kids began going to the bus stop, Coghill ended his jog and stopped at the bus stop with the kids. The individual told police he watched as Coghill placed his hand on the child, first on his side, then moved his hand to the backside of the nine-year-old. The individual then provided police with a video he had taken of Coghill touching the child. The police report says at the time, at this point in time, the individual had gotten out of his vehicle, vehicle and confronted Coghill. It was when Coghill tried to run that the individual tackled him and a fight broke out between the two. The fight left Coghill's face black and blue because he had his fractured his skull, cracked an orbital socket on the left side of his face. That's well, fucked up. Yeah, I I don't agree with letting your kid go. All right, so I'm going to let you go there and get touched yeah. again so I can get video proof. Yeah, like, act sexy so he comes over. <laughs> yeah. Lacoma, Lake Homa Church of Christ announced in their statement that Coghill was relieved of all duties and would no longer be on staff of the church. So good for them. Good for them, yeah. But again, that's one of those cases where that trust that we're supposed to have in clergy yeah. has yeah. been betrayed. And then this morning, I see an article which drove me fucking crazy. It's about the same guy. Oklahoma Church holds prayer visual for alleged child sex predator. Oh, my God. Last night, the Choctaw Church of Christ held a prayer vigil for Coghill, the alleged creepster. Oh, my God. Now, for what it's worth, this is well, not the what? same. This is not the same church he worked at. Another church. This is another church. What's their reasoning? The pastor, Marty Kessler, said parents in his congregation have only showed support for the former minister. Pretty much they're saying, we talked to our kids and they're saying, there's no way, there's no way he did this. Oh, my God. The pastor came out and said, my hope is there's something, some kind of evidence that in the end will prove Mike's innocence. Oh, my God. Other than the evidence of him touching a child, I mean. <laughs> yeah. And there is no vigil planned for the victims of the crime. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that just to me. Yeah, victim oh. blame. Blame the victims. Yeah. So, again, people. T- and sorry, you know, I'm probably going to lose listeners today, but uh, whatever. You know, yeah. we went through 12 years of Catholic school, you and me. We never had yeah, to deal yeah. with this nonsense. Yeah. There's another one of the people or groups of people that we should be supposed, you know, we should trust to watch our kids. This article says, listen to these two horrible Christian pastors explain why they hit their kids. 
This just happened recently. Over the past week, Pastor Roger Jimenez of the Verity Baptist Church in our backyard, Sacramento, oh my God, has been posting videos of himself and his colleagues discussing important Christian matters, such as why you should homeschool your kids and why you should have lots of babies. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> the latest video is talking about why you should hit your kids. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, and what? Why do they think it? This is from the transcript. Jimenez, I think a lot of Christians don't realize that the method that God has given us to discipline our children is a proper spanking. But in our society today, sometimes people hear the word beat and they get the wrong idea. We're talking about spanking, not abuse. We teach parents that you never want to hit your children with like a closed fist. You never want to hit somewhere where it would be inappropriate, like their face. God put a section... God put a what? God like, put a God put a section of the body on children that is appropriate an appropriate place to administer spanking. Oh my god. And of course we're talking about the bottom. There's a lot of nerve endings there and a little extra cushion. God put it there to, for you to hit. Yeah. No, wait, it gets better. The goal is to spank the children and to have it hurt, but the goal is never to injure. We, of course, want the spanking to hurt. If you're spanking your children and it doesn't hurt, you're not accomplishing anything. Oh, my God. And then the other guy, Gonzalez, (laughs) when you actually spank your kids in a proper way, the response is one of love. (laughs) (laughs) When I spank them, the result is that they learn to obey. And right here, that's where I'm like, nah. Yeah. What we're doing is we're raising adults who will learn to obey their boss at work, learn to obey their pastor in church. And my favorite and yours, learn to obey their husband at home. Oh, my God. <laughs> so basically, you're just beating the, the daughters. <laughs> but it, yeah. I, I don't want my kid to just obey. No, no. That's the you last to be thing a free thinker. Want. Yeah. Yeah. So well, the question things. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why God invented the butt. So your parents have a place to hit you for yeah. and no other possible reason. Yeah. Yeah. If you got to justify John, your John's kids, 23 to <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and God gave us us the buttocks to be spanked. Seriously, I mean, if you have to justify <laughs> the difference between spanking and beating and abuse, I know beating gets shit. a bad name. Now yeah, that's the church. You yeah, there you go. Pick that church. <laughs> and now to prove to go even further on how wonderful this guy is, Jimenez, he's most famous for responding. Remember the Pulse nightclub massacre in Florida? Yeah, the gay bar that. The guy came in and like about 50 people got murdered. Yeah. He came out and told his congregation that the real tragedy was that more of them did not die. Yeah, that's awful. He also longs for the government to round up all the gay people, put them up against a firing wall, put a firing squad in front of them and blow their brains out. Oh, my God. He loves violence in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Now. That guy's still in. Oh, he's not alone. Yeah. That's the sad part. So, and to think I used to be a homophobic prick when I was in high school, Uh, (laughs) but there is a shining light here. I've got a hero uh, this week and it's from a group that would normally be demonized by these people we just talked about. Yep. There was a girl, a middle school girl in Iowa who was getting bullied and her mom and grandma called in some people they knew that were bikers. And a group of motorcyclists gave this girl an experience she would never be, never forget an escort home from school. Wow. So this sixth grader was getting bullied all year. So they called up their biker friends and they pretty much just all showed up. And the girl said, I almost started crying, but I tried to keep up my tears. 
and there was a lot of people. So it was embarrassing, but it was also, I, but I was also nervous at the same time. The group of bikers showed up at Hoyt Middle School in Des Moines at the end of the school day, bringing signs and words of encouragement. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. One of the bikers said, I hope uh, Braylon, that's her name, takes away that she's loved and that she has support and that she can do anything she puts her mind to. Before dropping Braylon at home, the bikers took her for ice cream. Ah, uh, fucking awesome. I love that's it. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, they may have been selling meth on the side, but hey, whatever. They were good people. <laughs> <laughs> email us tell us what you think please stand up dads at gmail.com rate us review us it really does help the show grow i guess the more people that rate us and review us uh, we show up more in searches hell after this episode send us to your maga friends and family members <laughs> if you want to hire someone to draw a picture of a guy beating down a pedophile pastor at a bus stop who would they write to they write to me at pencil for hire that's pencil, F-O-R, hire.com or pencil for hire on Instagram. Do you animate that one too? Yep. That <laughs> one, I make that into a loop. Check out our sponsor, the Seattle Gummy Company. They make high energy mocha shots. They give you that, all the caffeine and a cup of coffee five times faster for half the price of what you would pay for a cup of coffee. But they have a new product. Oh. It is called Slumber Shots Sleep Aid. Wow. So they can help you get up in the morning and help you go to sleep at night. Uh, That's got, pretty cool. Yeah, it's sugar-free. It's vegan. It's got valerian root. I think it's got some melatonin in there. I have not tried these. Shoot, everything else they have is great. So yeah, click the link in the show notes, enter the code STANDUPDADS15 and get 15% off your order. Seattle Gummy Company, Stand Up Dad tested and approved. Get shit done. We combined with Gag on this podcast to provide merch. Click the link in the show notes for T Public and get our ugly faces on your shirts, mugs, notebooks, whatever you want. We'll do it. And speaking of Gag on this, check out my side project, the Gag on this podcast. That's run by Big Nick. We interview comics from all over the place and have a great time doing it. Again, I have no idea who we're interviewing this week, but it's a lot of fun. Check it out. Talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thing I want to say is. Thank you all for coming. Bye-bye.